It's your boy DJ High Money, the motherfucking DJ without no motherfucking turntables. KID's babysitter, the way the shop is the weird key, you motherfucking ass. Mister, Mister, I think I need help. Tell the barrel torch away, cop back, key self. You're now listening to AU Lives On Podcast, aka Hard Money Podcast, and I'm your motherfucking host, Hard Money. Let me get a motherfucking sip of this Bud Light. Sponsor me, Bud Light. <clears throat> Thank you. You dig what I'm talking about. But today, man, I want to talk about some shit that, that blew my mind this morning. I'm up, you know what I'm saying? I do research. Some people do send me videos. Some people do send me leaks. Some people do send me news articles. You dig what I'm saying? Today, we're going to talk about 18. Yes, you heard right. 18. I think most of them are former NBA players that tried to Hit the motherfucking NBA Casillas Company with the okie doke. Give a shout out to Mr. Spencer. You dig what I'm talking about. You know exactly who you are, YouTube channel. And, man, I'll sit back looking at this shit like, damn, these motherfuckers is getting... I'm going to let y'all listen to this shit, man. Some go to jail. The number one reason why former athletes go broke is by making terrible decisions. Today's video is about a fraudulent scheme that is comically bad, made worse by the fact that all of the participants in the scheme have earned millions of dollars from their careers. Player Tony Allen appeared in a Memphis courtroom this week. She is the only spouse included in an indictment that names her husband and 17 other former NBA players. Okay, pause. He said... Tony Allen, she is the only, no, Tony Allen was the player. His wife has been, you know what I'm saying, in the uh, investigation as well. So, Tony Allen is not a woman, right? Let's want to get that understood. Let's keep going. All accused of defrauding the NBA's health and welfare benefits plan. When I first saw this news story, I was confused. Wait, former NBA players tried to defraud the NBA? Surely I'm missing something because there's no way they're dumb enough to try and steal from the hand that fed them. 18 former NBA players, including Grizzlies legend Tony Allen, were charged with defrauding the NBA's health and welfare benefit program out of millions of dollars. Allen's wife, Desiree Allen, is the only woman charged in the indictment. We have 18 former players. We have wives. You'll find out later that there may have been extended family involved. What a scandal. The NBA provided an opportunity to these guys to make more money in a four-year stretch than any of us will earn in our entire lives. And they turned around and committed fraud against the NBA. She has a court date in Manhattan, October 25th at this point. I think the funniest part about this story is that Tony Allen's lawyer's last name is Ballin. What are the odds? I guess about the same odds that guys who have earned millions playing in the NBA committing fraud against the NBA. Speaking of money, let's... Hold on, pause. I want it just sit out of this close. I do not agree with the way that this man is talking about these former NBA players. I'm just trying to get the information out. You dig what I'm saying? Because this dude is kind of going all the way in on them. You feel me? Take a quick look at how much money these guys made in their careers. This is their career earnings just from salary alone. These guys had a layup to retirement, but now have to rely on their defense to keep them out of jail. At that point in time, Tony Allen, motherfucking, um, he made a lot of money. I'm just going to keep it at that. I'm going to leave the link in the description so you guys can go back and watch the video for yourself. If you hate the way that I do my podcast, please, there's plenty other ways your motherfucking ass can find out this information. Like I said, people send me motherfucking video clips. They send me links. They send me news articles. And they also send me YouTube videos. So, y'all need to, like, 
do y'all research as well. My niggas get paid to send me this shit. Be good shit. You feel what I'm saying? So y'all can do the same exact thing. One of this lawsuit is conspiracy to commit healthcare fraud and wire fraud. If you ask me what I would do if I won the lottery and walked away with $10 million, I would for sure send cops to arrest all made it impossible to do today. How much money do you think Tony Allen made in his career? Any takers for $10 million? Any takers for $20 million? How about $40.7 million over his career and salary alone? He played the second half of his 14-year NBA career in Memphis, Tennessee, which is a low cost-of-living city, and Tennessee is a state with no state income tax. Not bad for a guy who was so bad offensively that he wasn't guarded in the entire 2015 Warriors playoff series. At all times relevant to this indictment, the National Basketball Association's Players Health and Welfare Benefit Plan was a health care plan providing benefits to eligible, active, and former NBA players. Not only do these players make millions of dollars in their career, the NBA also provides ample health insurance to make sure these players are well taken care of. The NBA provided life-changing opportunities, and these guys were provided access to a lifestyle that very few get to enjoy. Over the course of the scheme, the defendants submitted and caused to be submitted to the plan false and fraudulent claims totaling approximately $3.9 million, from which the defendants received approximately $2.5 million in fraudulent proceeds. Risking jail time, your reputation being ruined, and exorbitant fines doesn't seem worth the benefit here. We're talking about 18 people and potentially more if you add in family members to make a collective $2.5 million net. Half of these guys made more than $15 million from their careers in the late 2000s. If they invested $5 million of their earnings into real estate or the stock market back when it was earned, just set it aside and don't touch it. Many of these guys would have seen a $1 million or more net payout every year for the rest of their lives. This is Terrence Williams, and he is allegedly the ringleader for this circus of clowns. Williams recruited other plan participants to defraud the plan by offering to supply them with false invoices to support their false and fraudulent claims to the plan in exchange for the payment of kickbacks to Williams. Terrence Williams was the captain of the Louisville basketball team during his senior year and learned how to become a mature law-abiding citizen from one of the best mentors on ethics in college basketball, Rick Patino. Williams provided the crew of former players with false provider invoices to support their false and fraudulent claims that describe medical and dental services that were not in fact provided, which those defendants then submitted and caused to be submitted to the plan. These guys thought they were going to pick the pockets of the organization that fed them for a decade and roll into retirement without a problem. Darius Miles thought he landed the perfect score, but found out that the charges he's about to face are much worse than the ones he dealt with on the court. The health care benefit program is intended to provide additional coverage to eligible NBA players' existing medical coverage. The plan provides an HRA account benefit that allows for the reimbursement of certain medical expenses incurred by eligible active and former NBA players, their spouses, and other dependents that are not covered by a player's primary insurance carrier. I wonder if the players in this complaint all flew out to Vegas and plotted this scheme together like they were the Ocean's Eleven crew. Plan participants who incur any eligible medical expenses that are not covered by insurance, including charges by doctors and dentists, may be reimbursed for such expenses from the plan participants HRA. The reimbursements are tax-free to the participant. Just like the fake guru finding a scheme that always works without risk, it looks like our favorite collective of role players found a scheme that had no risk too. November 2017, Williams submitted false and fraudulent 
fraudulent claims to the plan seeking reimbursement of $19,000 for services that Williams purportedly received from Chiropractic Office 1, along with fabricated Chiropractic Office 1 invoices created by CC1 at Williams' direction. The $19,000 was approved, but Williams only received $7,672.55. Terrence Williams made nearly $7 million in his career, which ended in 2013. This is why you need to invest your money in your 20s when you're earning it. This isn't the behavior of a guy with a lot of money. If he had just a couple million invested over his career, his portfolio would be worth nearly $10 million now. Who can live off $10 million? I know I can. Following his successful scheme, Williams began recruiting other players. Williams offered to provide fraudulent invoices for chiropractor and doctor's offices to the former NBA players for services that they did not receive and for which they did not pay. Terrence Williams must be an influential salesman. I'm sure these guys get pitched schemes all the time and always have their guard up, but something about this scheme must have been different. This is a list of some of the services the athletes claim to receive. It's sad because if these guys focused a little less on chiropractic services and a little more on financial advice services, they wouldn't have found themselves in this scenario. Williams was required to submit documentation to a manager of the plan to prove the services were rendered. This is where the sloppiness of these guys began to show. This wasn't exactly an experienced enterprise. The May 31, 2019 Chiropractor 1 letters were submitted to the admin manager to obtain reimbursement for the claims. The May 31, 2019 letters are unusual in several respects. They are not on letterhead, contain unusual formatting, have grammatical errors, and one of the letters misspells a purported patient's name. If we were talking about former NFL athletes that were doing this, at least we could say maybe CTE had something to do with their decision making. Terrence Williams graduated from a nice university, Louisville. How did this happen? Between on or about December 17, 2017 and May 8, 2019, the player submitted false and fraudulent claims to the plan seeking reimbursement for services performed by a chiropractor that the athletes never received. When I make these videos about athletes going broke, the general vibe is that people think I'm saying they have zero dollars in their bank account, which generally isn't true. The reason why they go broke is because they have a lifestyle that costs tens of thousands of dollars per month, and when the income dries up, the countdown to running out of money begins. And a lot of these guys might have $250,000 in cash, which seems like a lot to you and me, but if you have zero income and your monthly expenses are $20,000 per month, you're completely broke in two years. I think this fraudulent scheme was just a way to get some quick cash to help extend the timeline of having to find another source of income for some of these guys. Here's the first set of fraudulent payments to the athletes. A couple of these guys made more than $200,000 from this. It's not a small amount of money, but not even close to an amount that would warrant consideration for committing fraud. I don't necessarily think that all these guys pulled this stunt because they're going broke. I think a part of it was that they thought they found a quick way to make 100 grand for no work. But this type of thing doesn't happen when you're flourishing financially, though. Here's how they caught Greg Smith. His dental invoice showed on December 20th, 2018 that he received services for $47,900. However, Smith was traveling abroad on that date because he was playing basketball in a different country. Box scores for the 2018 Bank of Taiwan basketball team showed that Smith played in basketball games in Taipei on December 16, 2018 and December 21, 2018. Maybe he thought the NBA officials wouldn't notice that he was playing basketball in Taipei while he claimed to receive dental work in Beverly Hills. On October 2, 2018, Davis received crowns on eight teeth for $27,200. However, Davis was not in California on that date. Flight records show that Davis took a flight from Las Vegas, Nevada to Paris, France on October 2, 2018. That, my friends, is a traveling violation. 
It looks like Davis just wanted his flight to Paris paid for with the reimbursement for his dental work. I don't know the exact cost of a trip to Paris, but I imagine you could fly first class, stay in a fancy hotel, rent a sports car, and participate in an Eiffel Tower for under $27,000. The dental office one invoices for Glenn Davis and Tony Rotten, and the dental office two invoices for Tony Allen reflect many of the same purported procedures on the same teeth on the same dates. The next few sentences explain how they all magically had the same procedure on the exact same teeth on the exact same day. It sounds like Williams had a template for the invoices and everyone just signed on the dotted line indicating they received the services. Glenn Davis received $132,000 for his fake invoices. That sounds like a lot of money, but this is a dude who made over $34 million in his career on salary alone. CJ Watson received $121,800 from his claim. This is a dude who made $23.5 million in his career on salary alone. Just so everyone understands how insane this is, if those guys would have just invested in apartment buildings throughout their playing days, they could be earning $120,000 every single month from rental income for the rest of their life and not having to rely on committing fraud so they can make some cash to keep them afloat. The Wellness Office 1 invoices for Palacio and Eli contain the same invoice numbers, same service dates, same treatments, and the same dollar amounts. These two clowns submitted the same invoice with the only difference being the change of the name. These guys must have had no idea that anyone would verify $100,000 worth of services were being performed. Palacio wanted nearly $160,000 Eli was asking for $206,000. These guys must have thought that the insurance plans manager was just going to write checks without verifying that the services were actually performed. $200,000 of services. That's the cost of a house in some cities. Did they think there would be no verification? Here are the charges. Healthcare fraud and wire fraud. I don't know the law well enough to be able to predict what kind of penalty is to be expected for this scheme, but it doesn't sound good. This lawsuit sounds pretty straightforward. They submitted false invoices for services not rendered, and it will be pretty easy to prove they're guilty. Here's a charge specifically for Terrence Williams who used the name, employer, and other identification methods of another person, the administrative manager employee one, in relation to the charges listed earlier. What do you all think should be the punishment? I personally think you should have to return all money received. If you don't have it today, then wages should be garnered until you do. And jail time for those found guilty. Thanks for watching. You know how fake that shit was off the fucking job. <laughs> I mean, like I think, I think they just seen it quickly. Decided to jump on it. And it's like... <clears throat> After they jumped on it, motherfuckers found out about the shit, man. It's your boy DJ High, man. The motherfucker DJ on the motherfucking turntables. KD's babysitter, don't the shop. Mr. Weird Key, your motherfucking ass. Mr. Mr. Think you need help. Turn the baby towards your way. Cop back key, sir. I appreciate everybody for coming and listening to this motherfucking podcast. She's going to say, holla at your boy. Go.